defenses. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. What's good, ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes, birds of a feather? Welcome to another episode of Bird Protocol. Uh, I am your host, Palm Reader. I'm Otis Morris. Welcome to the show. We have a uh, we have a nice guest with us uh, this week. Uh, we don't usually do a whole lot of guests. I mean, we have, but uh, is this the first time you've been on? I, I believe it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get on for a while. Yeah. Oh, so well. so today we have our friend <laughs> Sideshow Trice. Uh, phoning in from the other side of the country. So if there's any uh, audio issues or signal issues or whatever, y'all just deal with it because uh, we're, we're potting across uh, our great nation where we're yeah. t- coming together to talk about an artist uh, from our great nation that, uh, that is uh, very widely respected, very widely uh, uh, enjoyed in our country. Uh, and has been very influential in the Canadian hip hop scene. And no, we're not talking about Drake again for all you international people. <laughs> uh, no. We are talking about uh, the one and only uh, Classified. Um, Hell yeah. If you haven't heard Classified yeah, yeah. before, he is a uh, Canadian rapper and producer from Enfield, Nova Scotia. Uh, he has put out, I don't know how many albums, so and many albums. tapes, and. Uh, and he had uh, quite a lot of success in the early 2010s uh, with songs that reached um, high up on the charts here. And uh, he has features from very respectable artists from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And his production is crazy. And uh, he's just been kind of constant in my life and all three of our lives. Uh, it was Sideshow Trice, Trizzy Trice, who suggested that we speak about him. And in doing so, I feel like both Otis and I have revisited and gone, oh, damn. Like, yeah. damn. <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt right back in high school listening to this, listening to Classified. Like, specific songs, like, yeah, mean, like, have, like, specific parts of, like, high school. And then, like, you know, like, songs like Beating It are, like, legitimately, like, influential songs. Like, that song taught me so how to make sick. a beat. Like, legitimately. It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, For me, it was the same a lot of high school. And when I was in university at U of T, uh, around the time where he started blowing up, uh, I did, after he kind of reached his heights, I I didn't follow him as much um, because his Mm -hmm. style shifted to a little bit more mass appeal, uh, poppy style. But listening to some of the albums that he's put out since then, I've been pleasantly surprised and he's always been an excellent producer. Like I mm-hmm. think, I think on, on one hand, he's an excellent rapper. Uh, he's obviously very talented, but his production has been consistently good from trial and error onwards, even before then, but like really trial and error boycotting the industry, hitchhiking music, all of it, self-explanatory oh, yeah. all, all the way till now, his production has been like, pristine and interesting mm-hmm. and layered and no uh, he has a very very like cemented sound but all of his songs are a bit different so you could tell it's a classified beaten song but some of them are lean more on pop hooks and melodic samples some of them are straight like grimy like 
90s New York boom bap. Some mm-hmm. of it has interpolates, you know, maritime music and or yeah. old so- samples. A, or it's, A lot of this stuff has like very like Canadiana sort of sounds, like a lot of like folk music sounds, country music like samples. There's a lot of guitar all over all of this stuff. Like almost kind of like what Yellow Wolf kind of did with his shit, you know? I didn't even put that together until right now. Yeah, the way Yellow Wolf sort of incorporated like the southern country sound, I feel like classified did very much with the east coast like nova scotia you know sort of incorporating like you know like fiddle sounds you know newfoundland sounds nova scotian sounds like he real really nailed the east coast sound like of canada like it yeah it's cool how he combined that with as you mentioned like boom bap style you know he also has a bit of like a detroit connection by doing a bunch of stuff of like royce the five nine joe budden he's got like yeah like he's got it, it it's weird that he did like like most Canadian artists. It's he never translated to like big success in the United States, which I find so weird because like his songs are so fucking catchy. Yeah, like, and it's, there's some real like <laughs> uh, sideshow. And I were talking before we started, and yeah. we were and 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 Otis and I were talking last night via text. Like boycotting the industry, hitchhiking music, self explanatory all like near perfect albums in my opinion like there's just for what he was going for and what he was putting out it's like every song is good all of the production is interesting you know he doesn't necessarily rap about the normal stuff that uh would later become popular like there's not a lot of like like crime rap drug rap no. that kind of stuff it's him just like it's regularly take shot at shit like that <laughs> <laughs> he's like straight up like just taking shots it's like how that, yeah. that is quite. yeah <laughs> yeah he raps a lot about like how much he loves rap music you know the art of rap itself but a lot of his songs are just very you know self-autobiographical it's more like it's very much like sort of like oh, yeah. day in the life like of like self-story yeah. yeah, like on self-explanatory, there's the whole choose your own adventure songs, which is literally just him in the day of a life. There's a song about him going on a bike ride with a friend. Like, what yeah, the, and it's sick. And like the beat changes are so sick. And he really knows how to like complement like what the song is about with like the beat. Like when he like like the Maritimes, like that sounds like a Maritime song. And oh, that's yeah. what he's rapping about. Like he nails it. Like he understands. Too, like it's, like it's- has that message and just like the whole sound of the song has that message too. <laughs> yeah. Message. And it's like, it yeah. makes you feel like listening to that song makes me feel how I felt mm-hmm. in like my friends who are from the Maritimes, how I felt drinking in their garage. Like it's, yeah. it's just got this like such yeah. an infectious energy to it where in the chorus where, you know, they're, they're all the voices, but they're not like, it's not really overproduced. It's mm-hmm. just like a bunch of dudes chanting and beers clanging and the the yeah. be, the uh, accordion and the sample and oh my god it's just it's like the vibe is there he like captured it um yeah. it's it's in, it's incredible and and sorry uh Trice w- what's your history with with classified where did you when did you start listening to him Well yeah when we were talking earlier I mentioned and just hearing what you guys were saying was Funny, I, I always forget that you guys are like older than me, <laughs> but I was experiencing yeah. like hitchhiking music when I was in elementary school. So like right when I was like really first getting into music and like I think like when I think of classified and like that find out music video, I think of much music. <laughs> so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. First, like hopping on like that shit, like classified comes to mind from that perspective. So yeah, like brings me like right back to like elementary school shit, and like right when I was like getting into like rap. That's cool. It just like really just brought me back. Yeah. Well, I think that was like a shared experience for all of us listening to his music. It's like mm-hmm. it, it it really did bring me back. Like turning last night, putting on from start to finish. Uh, boycott in the industry and then right after hitchhiking music it was like all this every time the song switched to the next song there was a chance that it was going to unlock a core memory like yeah <laughs> like i was like they, they feeling fine came on and i was like oh my god oh my <laughs> god like this makes me feel like being at my cottage with my friends that one trip we went up there and we listened to this and i'm and it was like lightning striking my brain and it's crazy how like i feel almost kind of bad that i kind of let moved away from classified and and you know and didn't check out a lot of his newer music because there's a lot of good Mm. stuff there like the time ep is from 2020 is excellent uh and he's trying new things and doing new things he just put out an acoustic compilation uh, with uh, various Canadian singers doing the hooks and 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 helping adding to the songs and it's reworks of many yeah. of his hit songs and like that's I dope. was just listening to the version of Fifth Element and that in classy of on that and like it's it's tight like it's really oh, good yeah. it, I think so, yeah, that some ver- of the acoustic covers are hard like I, I love high school behavior too like it just oh it just yeah. like, makes it work man <laughs> dude and like that's he, like. And that's the thing. It's like he seems like through his music, like he's also like such a down to earth dude. Like because so many of his songs are just about like him smoking weed and just like hanging out and stuff. And like it's relatable. Like it's like I can oh, like, relate the classifieds. Like I can be like, yes, I relate to this dude from a small town, buttfuck nowhere, Nova Scotia, as opposed to like Drake. I I, I have no like Drake like doesn't mean anything yeah. to me i have no real i cannot make a connection to drake but like yeah you know someone like classified who was a relatively unknown for 20 years of his career before like he finally gets like a bit of like international like or like recognition at all like i feel like that's can more connective like even like the early 2000s or mid 2000s on like much music in terms of like hip hop, you know, obviously, you know, Eminem and like Ludacris and like Kanye West and shit was all over. That's all they played. But then to for the Canadian rappers, all you really had was like like uh swollen members, classified, and like chaos. That's yeah. that's it. That's yeah, all you had. Cardinal official and like shop. Yeah, player. I was going to say Cardinal yeah. too, but he had a weird spot in the mid two thousands. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got I gotta I and I gotta say the one thing that I appreciate about his about classified songwriting and pr- production is that listening to um, the later half of his career and then checking, going back and listening to some of the nineties and early two thousands tapes and listening to the compilation while you were sleeping, which has some of that and listening to some songs off joint effort and all the listening to all of it together. He also self references a lot mm-hmm. and he's like very aware of his, of what he said, there are songs where he addresses things that he mm-hmm. has, he may have changed his mind about like yep. in his later career and being like, Hey, yeah. Like before I was saying this and that was like corny 
And like, I, I feel like now that I've grown, like I can address this in a better way or even on, on, uh, grateful, which came out, was it grateful? Um, no, maybe not grateful. Maybe it's the other one. Tomorrow could be the day things change. Um, it has, a. uh, a song that he released on October 17th to mark the legal legal legalization of recreational cannabis in Canada. Um, the song's called legal marijuana and the sample in the song is him from his O Canada song where he says, we, we treat weed like it's legal. Yeah. And it's like, that's incredible. Like, no, that's, that's funny. It's uh, funny you mentioned that. Cause when I listened to O Canada today and heard that line, I was like, huh, I wonder if he's like, I, I'm like, I, he definitely has to update when he plays that song live. Like, I'm sure that's probably like a huge live where everyone's like, it's cool, yeah! So, <laughs> Turn up time! Like, exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, in, and and the the three albums from the middle to the late aughts, like Boycott in the mm -hmm. Industry, Hitchhiking Music, yeah. and Self-Explanatory, are like, so near, are so hard. Like, that. those three albums, if you're looking for a place to start with Classified, and you like hip-hop, and you like interesting Dude. production and grimy stuff and those are the ones that you need to start with and then move your you move yourself outwards because those three albums yeah. front to back are nearly perfect like in my Dude, opinion. just boycotting the industry got it's just my opinion no mistakes High school behavior, fifth element, dude. The Maritimes, unexplainable hunger with voice five nine and Shaw yeah. Claire. Like Hot dude, hot. Like, yeah, Jack even Blair. even so like hard. Canadian legend. And then sibling rivalry with yeah, his brother. Was, like that I was just sick. gonna say that song, sibling rivalry with his brother, um, uh, FADS. Uh, yeah. Like it's almost. And then you go into the. And then you go into hit, uh, hitchhiking music, and it's like find, find out it, hard to be hip hop, which is one of the like. Yes, greatest oh Canadian hip hop songs. It's hard to be hip hop. Oh my god, beating it where he makes a beat while yes. he's rapping about making a like beat. Shit I've, I have so <laughs> many, like, I have so many memories of that song, but, like showing people beating it and them just like losing their fucking mind. Like it's just us like smoking a joint in the car. Dude. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, like, it just comes on. There's a time in life where it was me, Phil, Billy. Travis, maybe Ryan Clark was there too, just sitting in Billy's garage and we play that song and we're all just so, and we're just like, what the fuck? He's making a song. What? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> mental. It's got all about you. Like, Yo, Jordan, you want this beat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's it's got, it's got all about you. It's got beat auction on the first beat auction interlude on on the on boycott <laughs> in the industry. Then they have a second beat auction in the middle of of hitchhiking oh, yeah. music, and all yeah. that is is classified flexing his production because they just yeah. play bits of his unused beats. And even him just being like, "Ah, that beats mid." Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, fall from paradise. Uh, like it. It just it, it's it's unbelievable unbelievably amount of good good music and then you get to self-explanatory where he has the choose your own adventure songs quit while you're ahead with shock glare maestro fresh west and mocha only uh they call this hip-hop with royce the five nine oh canada which is so look in canada there have been many times that people have tried to make songs about how great canada is and most of the time it comes off as like really insincere and kind of corny in my opinion he flipped the national anthem and then talked about Canada like we should be all be walking around gripping our nuts 
Like it's incredible. <laughs> that is 100% the best description of that song. Yeah. Yes. If a beaver was walking around just like fucking grabbing his dick so hard, just being like, fuck <laughs> yeah, dog. Baby. Yes. It's, That's fucking it's, joke. it's insane. And it's got like, uh, and there's all like, a bunch of other great songs on mm-hmm. that on that album, and uh, and just the cho- the idea of the choose your own adventure tracks, and just the really interesting and cool production and things that he's doing. Like I I said, I honestly say, and if by chance classified, you listen to this, I'm sorry I didn't put enough respect on your name for the last little bit because listening back to this, right. it was like I was like, oh my god, this dude is is the truth like this is somebody Dude. who yeah there's yes he's the truth and also every white rapper in canada looks like classified <laughs> classified set the appearance for 50 percent of cambridge yeah. dude <laughs> literally 50 percent of the people i've bought weed off of in cambridge look exactly like classified he defined an entire generations of white dudes into hip hop, like yeah, and one hundred percent. And he, the other thing that's crazy too is the the his his feature list. Like, oh yeah, his feature list is like he has songs with, as we said, Royce the Five Five Nine. He has pretty much all Canadian legends: Shaclair, Cardinal Official, um, uh, uh, Mocha Only, Maestro Fresh West. Um, and then on top of that, he's got the new school Canadian Snack the Ripper. He's got um, uh, Mercules. Uh, Socrates, who's another legend, uh, like he just oh, yeah. he just all these Canadian people. But then he's worked with DJ Premier. He's worked with Royce the Five Nine. He's worked with. Uh, um, I mean, Snoop he Dogg, went on B-O-B. tour with Royce the Five Nine, Joe Budden, and D Twelve. He was their opening act for their fucking Canadian tour back in the day. Like, I guess that yeah, be... he's like earned a lot of respect from like really like. Dope rappers. Yeah, he's what we would say, like a rapper's rapper type of guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And even the Handshakes and Middle Fingers has a couple songs that I like. Like, I don't like That Ain't Classy. Uh, Oh, dude, That Ain't Classy is so good when you realize that's like his version of like a 2010s like hype beast song. Because like it's an anti like asshole hype beast fucking like, you know popping bottles type guy like the the yeah. line i don't pop my bottles i return my i return my pop bottles like hell yeah man like i what is this what's the line i don't waste my money to pop bottles i save my money returning pop bottles or whatever it's just like yes that is the most down to earth shit you can do like yeah and he also worked with brother ali who's a great underrated yeah. rapper on rhyme oh, sayers brother, brother ali is excellent uh joe budden features on that uh he has the last song, The Hangover, has Jim Cuddy of Blue Rodeo fame on it. Like, Yeah, like how more Canadian can it get? I got fucking Jim Cuddy of Blue Rodeo. Like, let's just fucking light up a fucking joint oh, in front of a bonfire and crack open a Canadian right now. Like, yes. Yeah. And then on the yes. on the self-titled, you have he has a song with Cardinal Official and Mad Child uh of mm. of swollen members uh on mocha only was also in swollen members for oh, yeah. a time swollen members very big canadian hip-hop group um mm-hmm. and then he has a song with raekwon and caniva like oh yeah like having a song with raekwon dude like mm-hmm. what the hell is like put i just the idea for me of rediscovering this this discography and spending time going through it has actually been so wonderful 
because it's like I was so into his music for so for a long time, mm-hmm. and then I kind of drifted away. And to come back and see that not only he has he continued to be to deliver good music and improve his production and everything, but to see him grow up and take kind of like talk on growing up and becoming a father mm-hmm. and doing all those things while still being cool and down to earth. Like that shit yeah. rules, man. Like that's that's what you want to be. You don't want to like you don't want to be a one hit wonder. You want to be respected. And like I have a lot of respect now revisiting this. And I always did, but like it's come back to mm-hmm. the forefront. Revisiting classifieds uh a body of work. I, I think Dude. we would all agree that our favorite albums would be Boycott in the Industry and Hitchhiking Music. Is that uh yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I would I'd say like that. And like I'd throw self-explanatory, just that whole run of like the mid, like you know, two thousand five, two thousand ten era. Like that was very formative for me. Like that's when I like yeah. you know went into high school, and like that's when I got into hip hop. Like in two thousand, like in high school, that's when I started making beats and stuff. And like I was super in the classified, listening to like that in classy and oh Canada in my buddy Travis's car, like. That ain't classy was one of the songs we used to test his fucking speakers out because that beat goes so fucking hard and has such a nice like bass synth sound to it. It's such a nice beat. So yeah, no, it's classified. Yeah, one hundred percent. That whole era is just like so influential. And yeah, I did didn't even consider it of how like significant it actually was until this week when you yeah yeah you just tapped into like a core part of my brain that I haven't accessed in like fucking 10 years. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like listening to some of the songs and hearing some of the songs, like hearing the start of find out where it's like, and it's got the like orchestral (laughs) part in it. I was like, Oh yeah. The beats about to drop. And then it goes. And I'm like, Oh, Oh yes. Like my dick. Like it's good video as well for that one. Love that video. <laughs> I had I also had the wildest experience this week because Pear for some we were just like having like kind of a crummy day and then out of nowhere she's like, You want to watch the Muppets movie? And I'm like, I haven't seen the Muppets movie. That sounds ridiculous. Okay, let's watch the fucking Muppets movie. And then in the middle, Jason Siegel's fucking singing three foot tall. And I'm like, how do I know this song? What? And then it wasn't until today. I'm like, holy shit, classified sample that. That's the song. And I know that song. That's the Muppet song. That's it's it's wild. <laughs> and then the other thing too is that a song from one of his uh major one of his latest albums. Um, I think it was Tomorrow Could Be the Day That Things Change, or maybe it was uh maybe it was on Grateful. There was a song where it was Maybe it's not. Maybe it was on the uh, Time EP. Actually, I do think it is on the Time EP. The song that's called "Good News" and it was used in that thing that John Krasinski oh, did. Yeah, yeah, that was, was yeah like in the, his "Good yeah. News" uh, podcast thing or whatever. Yeah, he did. And Web and so and and that was huge. And I didn't yes. even know that classified song was the one that was in the in the in the title. I didn't put two and mm-hmm. two together, and then I listened to it and I was like, "Wow, that's a huge look!" Like. People like classified and yeah. and he's very respected and very uh-huh. appreciated. And it just feels like for me, I, maybe I just didn't think about it or something for a while. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, or sideshow, you went and saw him perform recently. How was mm-hmm. that? 
Well, yeah, like you guys are talking about like just jumping back like in like the classified bag. And I did it just like a couple weeks ago because of the show, right? I was like, oh yeah, fuck. Nice. Like, but yeah, but I just realized like, holy shit, man. Like I didn't realize how like significant you were through my Dude. upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, classified. He headlined a night of Koi Fest a couple of years ago. Yes, he did. He did. And I unfortunately didn't get to stick around and see him, but Phil stuck around. Phil said he fucking laid it out, killed it. So, oh, dude, he was like, unbel- like one of like the sickest rap concerts I've ever been to. But I mean, it was like, like, because I imagine he raps, so, raps. <laughs> oh, well, you know what he did too? Like, for because it's like, he's just a hip hop fan, right? He just started playing like his favorite hip hop songs. He was playing Fuji's, like old school bust rhymes and shit. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It was, just like, having a good cool. time. Yeah. Well, you, and can- I must say, like, at the end of the show, like uh, my boy and I like went up to the stage and he definitely passed us a joint. And I heard that that was a thing. And he, yeah, it was like he's like that. <laughs> That's fire. Yeah, that's it's fire. Like, like the sickest, and he's just like so respectful of the like so appreciative of the crowd and shit. Well, classified. If you do happen to hear this, all three of us are putting the due respect on your name uh, because. Thank you for all the memories and for being obviously someone who loves hip hop and loves the craft. And it's almost refreshing to see or to, to, to revisit and to, to see someone like that, because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like a lot of people now, a lot of people who are famous rappers like being a rapper more than they like rap. Yes. Is that a weird thing to say? Yeah. And I feel like it's like the culture and just, yeah, being like a, it's more about like being bigger than life and grandiose and, and a rap rap is just a means to an end, a means to an end of getting Mm -hmm. famous and being, and being, uh, you know, and being loved and all this stuff. And even like listening to some of the classified songs and there's a line in one of the songs where he says something like, I worked 20 years on hip hop, this hip hop stuff. And I just only bought a house. And I was like, yeah. God damn, like, yeah. holy shit, like, this is And then sick. you hear about, like, the wackest, <laughs> then you hear about, like, the wackest rappers ever getting, like, their, like, record advance and then blowing it on, like, a big-ass house that they won't be able to afford in three years. And it's like, this dude actually grinded for, like, decades. No one knew who this guy was for fucking 15 years of his career. Like from the night, no one knows any of his shit from the nineties, well, and he has like ten well, albums yeah. from the nineties. Yeah. Like, so let's go through all of his albums here, just to so you guys who are listening can know. Yeah. So because I haven't even listened to like the first ten that you're about to yeah. say. His oh, first, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Like he just didn't stop until he did something, which is like that's yeah. the respect. You know, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he worked his way from awesome. the ground up, and yeah. uh, and so it started with Times Up Kid in 1995. One shot in 1996. What happened in 1996? Information in 1997. Now what in 1998? Touch of class in 1999. Unpredictable in 2000. Union dues in 2001. And trial and error in 2003. Now trial and error. I heard of trial and error. (laughs) And trial and error is really good. It's a lot more boom bap. It's a lot grimier. But it's it's really good. It's a good listen. Um, I would even... maybe link it in with the the following three which are where he really started to take off boycott in the industry which is boy dash caught dash in the industry <laughs> um which is a gr- a great name 
hitchhiking yeah, music, self-explanatory, handshakes and middle fingers, classified grateful, tomorrow could be the day things change, and then retrospected, which is from this year. Um, and then he has three EPs, Time, Tomorrow Could Be, which features songs from his Tomorrow Could Be the Day Things Change album. And then an iTunes session from 2013 at the height of his, after his, uh, when he dropped in, in 2013 or 2012, when he dropped the self-titled album. Uh, he also has a mixtape called Joint Effort uh, and a compilation While You Were Sleeping, which has some of the songs from the older albums, um, which is a great name for a uh, compilation of songs that people may not have heard while you're yeah. sleeping, you were sleeping on him. That's like, it's just smart. He's smart, it's smartly yeah. written. Um, but really from boycott in the industry is where he started getting accolades in Canada. He started uh, yeah. getting up there, headlining tours, winning Juno's much music video awards stuff. Um, and, uh, and, eventually well he he was nominated for junos he eventually won the juno for inner ninja excuse me inner nice. ninja off of his uh too late self-titled but it was too it was yes it was should have happened before i 100 yeah. percent agree and it's weird that inner ninja was the song that sort of gave him like a bit of international success because totally it's like, like i get it yeah it's not my favorite like classified <laughs> song but it's like thank god that like he got it because like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just rightfully earned. I, I feel. Yeah, that, right? no, for sure. It's like when people give out like awards to like people like decades after they've done shit, and they're like, "Okay, here you go. Sorry, we fucked up. We were sleeping on you for like thirty years." <laughs> like, that's what it kind of felt like there. And oh, like, no, honestly, like a makeup call. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, because it's like weird seeing that song and like Three Foot Tall have like tens of millions of plays and then he has like other apps like if you go on boycott the industry on like spotify some songs only have like thirty thousand plays and it's like what the fuck is going on here like these songs should have 30 million plays yeah it's it's wild and i mean obviously like i think this is something we talked about prior to recording this but Mm -hmm. that album the self-titled album even though it has some real bangers on it he obviously leaned into a more pop sound and yeah. I think I think he refined that sound in Grateful and Tomorrow Could Be the Day Things Change, where it's mm-hmm. not so kind of, mm, it's still more in touch with hip hop. Not yeah. that not that I felt like the songs like Three Foot Tall and stuff aren't in touch with hip hop, but they are very much like I built to be pop songs. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes. Whereas, well, like, look, he's doing songs with like B.O.B., who is 100%. That guy was like a pop artist. Like, B.O.B. was making like banging ass pop songs that like had rap in them in the oh, mid 2000s. And the thing is, and that's no with, disrespect on B.O.B. B.O.B. No, no. was hot for a fucking minute, dude. He was, he was killing it. Like, B.O.B., he did it. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that Tech Nine Hobson collab. um the uh and the thing is that you find on this like on boycott in the industry and hitchhiking music and self-explanatory and even handshakes and middle fingers like he's good at choruses like he has gets really interesting singers people that he works with a local more local artists rappers and singers from canada that you know not a lot of people know and they get the get on there and they just absolutely like flame it like uh feeling mm-hmm. fine i know i keep bringing this one up but feeling fine the remix with jordan and jay busy like the chorus in that song is infectious like it's it's still but it's still rooted in hip-hop i feel whereas the some of the songs from classified were built kind of like 
this is the big crowd pleasing song. We made it as kind of appealing to the masses as possible. Um, and, and not that it kind of like, cause the production is fantastic and congratulations to him on having mm-hmm. millions of plays. I don't, you know, uh, but it, it, to me, the albums before leading up to that, well, he was still felt a bit more hungry, a bit more uh, experimental. And it just, there was just some fire that was in his belly that you could tell for, for boycotting the industry and hitchhiking music and self-explanatory that like, well, I find like with a lot of artists though, they got, they have their albums that gets them into the game and like really like cements their sound, which I would argue would be like boycott in the industry and hitchhiking music for him. And then, uh, what was the one after that with Canada? Uh, self-explanatory. Yes, that album, that's where he got, like, he was, like, in the games. So now he could, like, his dick is out. He can, like, be creative as fuck. And that's where we saw, like, all that experimental shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then, and then you get to Handshakes and Middle Fingers, which to me is more of a, like, modern, a little bit more modern rap uh, yeah. al- album, which is still good. It's, I still like it. Uh, and then you get to Classified where he's doing some more poppier sounds and, and all of that and that's kind of where i was like okay like he's became become famous and people like him but like i don't at the time i was like i don't want to hear uh inner ninja again like it, i it was played all the time everywhere oh yeah man. and i was that's just like okay video. i'd rather listen to the old albums okay maybe i was being a snob at the time or whatever but going back and listening to it some of the songs and going through it this week um and yesterday night specifically when i was like actually focusing on listening to it uh the production is incredible like he his he is constantly like even if he didn't rap and he was just a producer like we would still be having this conversation because his production is probably might be one of the best producers in canada oh no like he's He just doesn't get talked about as a producer, but yeah, it's like he's absolutely. He, I don't want to. It feels weird saying this, but he might be a better producer than rapper. That's how good of a producer he is, and he's a sick fucking rapper. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, like, it's, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, he's certainly up there in the upper echelon of like rapper producers. Like I'd put him up there with like LP, yeah, uh, yeah, Rock Marcy, like for sure. And who all one hundred percent distinctively different from each other as well. Yeah, like, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I p- p- pressed the button and my mic went off. But yeah, he's it's I it, he might be a better producer than he is a rapper, and he's a damn good rapper. So it's like mm-hmm. it's crazy to me. I can't believe on Spotify there are songs of his that only have like thirty thousand plays. If yeah, you crazy. like hip hop and you are listening to this, please check out Classified. Please. Go give him some runs, uh, run up some plays, uh, watch some of his videos because like especially if you're Canadian and it's like. Yes, it's good to be proud of Drake. He's done a lot for Toronto and for Canada as like a place for musicians. Yeah. His label XO, the stuff that he's the the looks that he's given artists like The Weeknd and uh and Tory Lanez and you know, all these people that are kind of like came up in the new Toronto that he founded. Mm-hmm. Uh it's all very important to modern hip hop and all that stuff, but yeah. classifieds like in on the ground like yeah and also like what drake's doing like that's not a canadian sound like that's not it's not representative of canadian he has like 
you can find what Drake and The Weeknd and like all those guys, even like Jazz Cartier, you can find that sound all over the place. Like that sound has more to do with like the Houston sound than it does fucking Canada. Yeah, I would say actually the the one thing I would say about The Weeknd is that his first three um his first three like EPs, the trilogy the trilogy was yeah. very much based in like kind of the multiculturalism and the dj mm-hmm. scene and the r&b scene that was bubbling in toronto but mm-hmm. then once he got to a certain level it's like you're kind of at a certain level and you can't be so specific anymore i think mm-hmm. like especially the first album house of balloons like that was like all very much toronto montreal uh you know sounds and 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 the way that it was created and the samples that were used and stuff so like the weekend yeah now maybe he's more you know i mean now he's making like 80s dance music yeah now he's a pop icon he's a fucking international pop star like he doesn't i can't believe how much he fucking blew up i didn't think he like i thought he was gonna be like this like underground r&b fucking rule for his whole career to be honest dog i didn't even know I I don't I don't want to tell the story, but you know the story. Like when I found out who he was, and I I was like, "This is you!" Like I it was so unexpected, and then all of a sudden he was gone from from all of our lives. He was famous. Got the call from Drake, and then boom! Next time I saw him, he had some uh, like some Somalian guys with him being security. It was yeah, it was the the. Yeah. He 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 blew up. He went fast. Oh, um, dude, yeah. And now he's now he's playing the Super Bowl. <laughs> like you know, like what a world we live Which in. I must say, he yeah, killed. Yeah, he did yeah. kill that. And and he maybe and, cl- classify oh, will play the Grey Cup this year or something. I don't know. I, maybe he has <laughs> hey, performed. That. Maybe he has. I, I know it's would, not this year. This year's like some like weird ass country band that no one's ever heard of outside of Calgary. So. <laughs> No, um, my research and they go like Junos. Did you know the Trailer Park Boys hosted the Junos one year? Fun fact. No. no actually, my one okay. my one fun <laughs> Juno fact is that uh the only best rap album category that Drake ever lost, he <laughs> lost the Shad. So shout out Shad, who Yo, that's along right, with that's, Classified, that's, I would say are my favorite two. Yeah, that's a, Shad is another time. one that that people should check out. But but also really, also Wilfred Laurier alumni. So yo, shout, shout out, out Shad, shout oh, out yeah. Wilfs, um, real local, <laughs> yeah, slaps yo, yo. Um, but yeah, but classifieds really being like, if you look at these other artists that have exploded out of Canada, and even if they still carry Canada on their back and they're very vocal about loving Canada and where they're from, that they are at a point in their in their career where or they reach a point in their career where they become international and uh-huh. they they have whole teams of people working on their albums for them and and classified mm-hmm. just has been making his own out like produced all of the almost all of the music in his one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen album career Jesus. most of the Jesus. songs that are in there if not like 99% are produced by him. Like he's on the ground. He's in the trenches of this like Canadian hip hop thing. And, 
And I'm glad that he did get some, you know, international or at least national in Canada acclaim. He won his Juno. He he reached the kind of a peak and was known and is known because he deserves it, definitely. But if you're not going back and listening to some of his older albums and stuff like that and and kind of like really seeing where it came from and how real and true to this he is, you're doing yourself a disservice, I think, if you like hip hop in Canada. Well, yeah, I like, as a hip-hop fan, like, honestly, man. It's, it's, it's wild. It's, it's mental. Like, this whole thing, going back yeah, and listening to this, I was honestly mental. wondering, though, how, how biased, are we being biased for being Canadian? I was thinking about that. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like, are we at all? <laughs> like, how much of that bias is playing into our opinions here? Um, you know what? Before, because he's like, I like, I love him, but is that just Canadian like style hip hop? Before I listened to the albums and we started having this conversation about this podcast, that was something that came to my head. But boycotting the industry, hitchhiking music, and self explanatory, like listening to those three (laughs) through, it's like these are near perfect albums, like hip hop albums, like just from production wise to themes to the to the way that he raps, everything is is delivered. It's and they're all very much an album. Like you can tell that he he picked these songs and that there's a reason for all of it. And it's not just like, hey, we're gonna throw all this together. There are recurring themes and skits and all of this stuff. Um, and he, yeah, like he, it's good. They're good. It's just good. Like if you like hip hop and you don't like some of the songs on those albums. I don't know. I don't. It, I, I don't think it's just because he's Canadian. I think it's just a bonus that we can be proud of him because he's Canadian. Yeah. Well, the, we were kind of talking about before, like you were saying, like the Houston sound of like these Toronto rappers. I, I loved listening to Classified, and you reminded me how like gritty and like almost like New York style Canadian rap is, or like how like raw it was in that mid two thousands. Well, because like, it, it was yeah, very yeah. influenced. Like, well, I mean, look, we're East Coast this shit kind of. So I, I, I we're close. <laughs> well, dude, think about it, like. In Nova Scotia, like he's closer to New York than he is like Toronto or like another major city. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's he is closer to like the you know United States Northeast than he is us. But but also like you think you think of a lot of time. Well, and also if you think about it, like he comes, he started in the '90s, and hip hop mm-hmm. in the '90s was a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like his first album was right out of high school. Times Up Kid, ba- based around sounds 90s. like a child on that album too. It's amazing. Like yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's and it's he came out of the gate in a time where that was very much hip hop, and the sounds of the regions were just developing, like the sounds of the South and the sounds of the yeah. New York and the sounds before that. I mean, hip hop was very much a West or a East Coast thing. You know, like it, when the West exploded and all the things happened, and we had the G Funk and all that Dr. Dre. But before that, like in the 80s and the 90s, New York, you know, that was the the sound and and uh, and and boom bap and all of the way, you know, this the the stuff that came out of there. So like he's grew up in that sound, and Otis is right; he's closer to New York, and. Uh, and I think that Drake is interesting because he did live in Houston, did he not? Like he went back and forth. True. 
between Houston and Toronto. And I think that that obviously influenced his sound. And I think there are some Canadian, like 40 is a Canadian person and he comes from Toronto and the kind of sound, some of the sounds that you found on earlier Drake songs, but now that's kind of, yeah, but you would never hear Drake fucking flip a Canadian folk song. Drake doesn't have the balls to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even think about trying. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess maybe we are a little bit biased, but I think it's only biased because I don't know. I don't know if we're biased. I because I actually, it though, you know, I actually really like those three albums. Like, yeah, they. I I genuinely like. It's not even just mm-hmm. like I respect it, and and I understand. But but not obviously not a lot of people are listening to it. So it's like mm-hmm. like these these are really good albums, and they happen to be Canadian well, yeah. and. No boost though that that first that that first underground one times up it's called the first one yeah mm-hmm. I when I was I was, giving, I was listening to it this morning and like it was the last of what I was listening to about all these projects when I was doing my research for the shit I was like no, this sounds like fucking Wu Tang and Tribe Called Quest had a baby to me like <laughs> yeah that's probably a boost but like that's honestly the, the vibe it gave me because it was like harder than Tribe but like softer than Wu but like that New York gritty sound. Yeah, he's 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 a diff- he's an alien. That's I I don't know. Cla- classified should be given his flowers, and uh, I and he's just in like seventeen albums, like all self produced. Like go to hell, man! Like that's <laughs> like, 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 that's crazy, man! Like how is that real? You he know, like. Stop. And and then and and so I feel like in many ways this podcast where we were going to talk about his career and all this stuff has turned us turned us into gushing, which makes us sound like we're we're being biased. But it's like <laughs> it's like I'm kind of proud that this dude is Canadian, and I didn't realize, as we said at the start of this podcast, how much how many core memories and listening to the albums and, and remembering the words and being like yeah. I haven't listened to this in like six years seven years eight years and then going back right into it like right when i the first song i put on was the maritimes and some of the songs i've listened to here and there through over over the past couple years gathering with friends and stuff maybe not so much in the last couple years because of covid and all that stuff um but you know in the mid 2000s sometimes classified would come on at my at events and stuff like that but i never really sat down and like listened listened and I first song I put on was the Maritimes and it was like, I was immediately transported back to my friend's kitchen who, and my friends are from Newfoundland and they were playing that they were listening to classified and that song was on. And I remember everybody was shouting the chorus along and we were all, people had their arms wrapped around each other and we were all taking shots of, of screech. And, and it was just like, it was like, you know, unlocked like that moment, that feeling in me again. And I really, and I was like, I forgot how much this artist meant to me. And so maybe this gushing is atoning for feeling like I've, I've not, not paid my dues for classified and given him the respect he deserves. But I hope that even if you don't care about us three wholesome white men from various parts of Canada, that if you like hip hop, you will listen to Classified and give him a try. And Classified, if somehow you hear this, 
Maybe you're mm-hmm. scrolling one day, you Google your own name, and you're listening to this. You're 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 an alien, bro. You're a goat, and that's that's my feeling. I don't know yeah. if anybody else <laughs> feels differently, but that's what I think. No, and no, one hundred percent. Shout out class for holding it down, for holding down like the Canadian sound, because like for me, I think. Him, Shad, and Chaos have like a distinctive Canadian sound in hip hop where like it has like has like the storytelling, like and you know, the like you know, the self-awareness. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like it's I, like that mid two thousand vibe, but like not that like gangster mid two thousand vibe. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like it goes like like hand in hand with like like that common shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very. What what did they call that? Conscious rap or whatever there the we fuck. Go. Yeah, no, it's very much. Yeah, no, I think that that's true. But you like, actually, like, um, I, w- I was listening to like a Black Eyed Peas first album, and honestly, it reminded me of that shit, like the like, conscious shit they spit that first album. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that that I wouldn't say classified as conscious, but it's more like a self awareness. Like, yeah, he, he's I always that been, is a better word. For yeah, it. he's always mm-hmm. been self aware of of for sure. And and willing to swear his in like his he's he's an artist that and I really appreciate this in any artist where they wear their influences on their sleeve, but they don't uh, they don't uh, imitate. It's not an imitation. It's a uh, this is what I grew up listening to and this influenced me. But now I'm doing my own thing. I'm putting my own sauce on it. I'm I'm rocking it my own way. Um, which I and, must say is missing from the game right now, which I don't appreciate. I well, like again, that get, goes back it. to what I said about rappers loving being rappers and not loving loving rap. Exactly. Um, exactly. But he's always been very self aware, and and even in his songs is you know uh, because he doesn't. It's not like I will be clear. Some of the songs I will say uh, they have aged a bit. Some of the lyrics um, in some of the yeah. songs, especially the earlier stuff, because. We're in a different place in society now, and certain words I we mean, don't use, and whatever. Hip hop in general. Yeah, yeah. Don't go um, if you if you don't want to hear things you don't want, you don't like. Don't listen to any rap from the fucking late '90s or early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My God, yeah. my God, man, just watch a ludicrous video. Close your eyes. <laughs> um, but still, you know, like it's he's always been. It's very self aware. Um, and and there are songs that he has that are kind of conscious songs, but there are also songs he has where he's just, you know, telling a story or he's he's got his mm-hmm. he's got his bravado going and he's just talking his shit, and uh, and uh, but there's always been his unique voice and him taking his influences and wearing them on his sleeve while also like making his own path mm-hmm. in his own sound, and I really appreciate that. And I Trice, I like that you said that because. I mean, I think that it's there, but I think that a lot of the people who are quote unquote famous, uh, maybe not so much. Like a lot of these people who are blowing up off TikTok and stuff like that, where it's like they just took like an uh, a nori beat and then like said said some cool words, and it's like people are doing a dance to it, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like well, like, he like like loves the art of hip hop, and it's so genuine in his music. Like mm-hmm. it's that simple. Mm, very true. Well, I think we've covered everything we want to cover, unless we want to talk about some of our favorite songs. But I feel like we've already said a lot of them. 
Yeah. I don't know if we want to keep going. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I just want to make a literal interpretation of something you said that he has a unique voice. Um, his voice is actually one of my favorite things. Like he's got a oh, nice, almost sort of like deep nice to like voice. Yeah, no, that's the one hundred percent. Like if he had like a slightly higher voice, it wouldn't go as hard. I don't think. Like his. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that. Like that's a thing about like rappers. Like I think, especially if you're using like that '90s sound, like the more oh, oh, it just sounds better. It just like you know like. I, Oh, I agree you know, I, obviously, that, like, look at somebody like West Side Gun who has, like, a much higher voice and fucking sounds, like, more menacing than anybody somehow. Like, but I don't know. I've just a nice low voice with a nice flow has always been my go-to. Maybe that's just, like, my inner, like, Rick Ross fandom, like, speaking <laughs> out. But, like... No, his voice is really good. It's yeah. actually funny that you brought up West Side Gun because one of my friends said the other day after listening to the West Side Gun album... That he sounds like um, if you ha- if like there was a cartoon of a gangster like cat or yeah, bird. No, he sounds like, like if you gave a Muppet like a fucking yeah. MP40. Like, and it's, and it, and, but it's hard. Like he's hard. No, no like, but it absolutely slaps. <laughs> absolutely yeah. slaps. Like no disrespect to the, to to West Side Gun. Like amazing. We love Griselda. We yeah, love, love all of that. Kind of, like, cartoon music video of that. But, yeah. yeah, but like <laughs> someone said like I could imagine him as like a, a little bird with a gun or like a little mm-hmm. kitten with a gun. It's yeah. just because his voice is so high. Yeah, it's it's just, you know what the, you know what I think is the best <laughs> literal interpretation of West Side Gun is have you ever seen those uh fucking what are they those like air sprayed t-shirts of like gangster Tweety Bird? <laughs> Like Canada's Wonderland. Yes, yes, exactly. One of those where Tweety Bird's dressed up in like a pinstripes gangster suit. That is the that is the visual interpretation of West Side Gun. (laughs) That's wild. Um, Yeah, no, classified though. His voice is 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 excellent, and Mm -hmm. uh, and and his cadence and flow are all outstanding. Production outstanding. I mean, I don't know how much we we don't we don't need to beat this dead horse into the ground. We will say, no. if you have not listened to Classified, I, uh, I and you like hip hop, and I I've said it once, I've said it twice, I'll say it one more time. Please go and check it out, especially if you're Canadian and you want to kind of get more a better a better perspective on on hip hop in Canada outside of just the XO OVO. Type, type music um and with like all his features and shit it opens up a branch of like even more canadian rap history it's awesome yeah like you and swollen members mad child mocha only chocolair cardinal official um you know you you want uh, mercules you know all these yeah, the canadian, west coast guys yeah, the oh, west yeah. coast guys oh, you, li- you have to listen to northern touch <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> The, the the yeah and there's and, and also you have songs like super nova scotian and other songs which feature artists from nova scotia and the east coast like yeah it's just a good gateway into what's what's available outside of it's more than good those three albums are great and they're a, a very good representation of what's going on in canada or what has gone on in canada with hip-hop outside of what's kind of become internationally known and recognized and that new Toronto sound and, and all of that stuff. So it's really worth your time. It's a really good, uh, really fun. Listen, 
a mm. really good production, really good rapping, really good. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what else to sell it. Oh, it's just, I don't know. There's one last, there was a track. I think it was one of the choose your own adventure songs on self-explanatory, but it has some like guests on it and they do like a really cool, like call and response thing. It sounds like very beastie boys like, and you know, you know, I love the beastie boys. And so whenever there's like a gang vocal part in like a rap song of like guys doing only half the bars and like finishing each other's lines, I love that shit, dude. Love that shit. Yeah, well, even even hard to be hip hop, like that part yeah. where they're where they're going back and forth, back like, and forth. oh, would oh, you? Yeah, I just so touched hard. down and blah blah blah, and they're going back and forth, and it's got that wicked like beat in the background and the scratching mm-hmm. and oh, god damn, so hard. So hard. god damn. All right, well, we've gotten right. that done, um, and uh, now we got and some other business to get down to with this boy here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, of, of hip hop artists doing their own thing, finding their own sound, uh, I've had the pleasure of doing the kind of executive production on both of Sideshow Trice's releases. First being uh, Luke or Sideshow Trice, which is Lost, uh, the first EP which we did um, late twenty nineteen uh 2020 and it came out in 2020 and then slowly we've been working away on the second ep which came out a couple weeks ago called be a trice it's available on all streaming services and soundcloud and all that stuff um how you feeling now that it's out in the world are people saying nice things are people enjoying it yeah man a a lot more uh a lot more recognition recognition than i was expecting to be honest i got uh, even just my mom, she was just like, she loves it. it was named after her. She was like, I'm bumping nice. this shit in the car I'm on my day off. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Turn oh, up yeah. B. <laughs> no, let's, let's go Man. Beatrice. Man, I never, I didn't, didn't know that the LOST stood for Luke or Sidestro Trace. That's actually really smart. And also a sick connection because I don't know if you noticed, but Classified's birth name is Luke. Oh yeah, so, there you go. There, there you go. There you go. So, Boyd, same namesake for both the homies. Uh, yeah, um, and, and so, the oh, Beatrice being Beatrice, which I guess is your mother's name. Like that is also, man, you're smart. <laughs> That's all I gotta <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, you get, well, dude. I was like, I was the how we came. I came up with that. Just being like stoned in my basement, and like when I just moved to Vancouver, and like my roommate and I, and we were just like shoot. Like, I was just trying to come up with an album name. I was like, Fuck man, I don't know how to like what to name this next shit. <laughs> like, uh, um, one of my neighbors called my mom Beat Rice, so we were just like chopping up Beatrice, and I was like, yeah, like Trice and Beatrice, it's cool. Like it connects. Then we're like, oh my god, Beatrice. <laughs> yeah, and then, it, and, then it, and then then it came full circle, and even to have your mom, uh, do this that spoken word part on Beat is it Beatrice or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To have yeah, that, yeah. and then and then us having the idea of like making it sound like a phone message, and you know, because hip hop, there's so many songs where you have someone who's like listening to a phone message from their their homie or their mom yeah. or their dad. So we were like, "Yo, let's put that. Let's make it sound like a, a a voicemail message from your mom talking about about stuff." And it just it wound up being a really it's. I, f- I find that this one wind up wound up being like Lo- lost was a personal album that was more about you not knowing who you were or feeling conflicted uh, and processing the kind of stuff that happened to you before with like, remember and, and talking about your kind of, even though it's a fun song, like talking about customer and where we were in life and, 
you know, and then oh, this no, one. Absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's it like feels... when I listened to lots now, it's like, it was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that was like a thing. I can't believe. Like, it feels like a diary. Yeah, but you, but you, but I think you put it all like it, it was a little bit more negative. It was a little bit darker, but I think you, it was necessary for you because then when you came to this and you were like, hey, I want you to send me beats that are different. Like, I want to try something that's, that's different and try something that's, uh, and personal in a different way. And so much has changed in your life. So you have songs that are much more kind of uplifting, but still personal, like, like, and talking about your, your experience with hip hop and your growth as an artist and all these things like inspirations where you're talking about, you know, like, I love, oh my God, Renegades was fucking crazy. You know, like, uh, like it's just cause it's true. Like we've had those conversations where you've been like, I remember listening to that song over and over and over again. So like for me hearing it come to completion, and seeing your personality in it, but like a more brighter and hopeful and uplifting thing, it was very, I, I, at first I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but then when it was all said and done, I'm actually really pleased with it. Like, I think that it, it's quite the, uh, um, they're quite the dual releases, like to listen to one after another. It's very interesting to see your growth and, you know, you still, you're trying new things, rapping like out West, the kind of pocket flows that you're doing and, all that stuff. Do you have a favorite memory from making this project or a favorite song or, you know? Um, I think like personally my favorite one would be out West just cause I feel like that just like, like is who I am. I just like listen to that song. Got like NBA bars, Lord of the Rings bar. Oh yeah. Like, me thrill. Like who I am as a person. This is the shit I like. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the heart, that hardest me thrill line. The first time I heard it, I actually laughed out loud. Not in a bad way, but it was like, huh? and I love, I love like how after like all this like and the, like the new Lord of the Rings show like me for such a big thing, I was like, no fucking way, let's go. Yeah, it was it, it was really good, and I and also just like how that wound up turning out, uh, I was very, um, I was very pleased with it. I was very, and I and oh, yeah, you're so easy two courses together. Yeah, well, you're so easy to work with because like I'll say I'm just gonna do it. And then I send it to you and then you're either like, no, this isn't good or yes. And I said to you when we were working on it, like, what if we put the two courses together and it sounded like a bunch of people, like kind of like a round robin of everybody talking and you were like, oh, it could work. And I was like, I'll, I'll just do it and send it to you. And then it turned out being one of the most like interesting parts of it, I think. Uh, well, it's awesome because like even this whole out, like even like the intro loop, like we, we like layered a bunch of shit for the like the be a choice be a choice part and i was like that's just like something i was kind of experimenting with this project so it's cool how like i just came full circle almost with that song too yeah and it's also cool like that we were able to add some some things to uh kind of elevate the different beats like having the sung vocals and interlude put over top in the background or the you said you wanted a sound that sounded like um a, like hydraulic powering up and i had to like figure out how to make that song and then that was cool because i was in my sound design bag and i was like i need to find a sound that i can like pitch up and speed up that's going to sound kind of like something you know like you said i forget exactly what you said to me you said something like about like paper rip ripping or like a hydraulic turning on like some kind (laughs) of high pitch like sound 
Uh, I you remember wanted... giving a weird example. Yeah, you gave me a really strange example, but we made it work and we added it to. But I remember uh, being impressed though. Yeah. yeah. That's the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, Otis, have you listened to it? Do you have any thoughts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, love it. Uh, I love the song Beatrice. That is my favorite song I think you've done. Um, I also I also love the Everson feature because who oh, doesn't yeah. love oh, Everson? Dude, Everybody loves Everson. Dude, dude's damn. dumb stupid with so words. Nasty. It's, I, I, I hate it how good he is. Um, <laughs> also, but like this is your first time working with Steve Dave. Like if I'm like right, like reader, you did yeah, half yeah. the beats and then Steve Dave did the other half. Like do you do you know Steve Dave? Like how how'd that come just, about? Just Cause... like just through like the shows and shit. Right. But yeah, no, I, I Oh yeah, I guess you yeah, I guess you did do a harmony show probably or while wow. yeah, okay. Yeah, you were yeah, you did the harmony show. Sorry, I've totally forgot. I thought you were out west like before that happened for some reason, but no, we were we we did shows together here in, in town and I can't sure. remember Speaking which ones shows, I did. Though, home, for, home for Christmas. We should get a Christmas show going. Perhaps. Or at least a Christmas hangout and get some bars off uh, and listen to some tunes. Yeah. Um, I think uh, uh, we'll do something when you're back for certain. For certain, for real, for sure. Um, Steve Dave did Interlude and Inspirations, correct? Yes. And then Beatrice, Out West, and Summertime Feel are mine. I believe that is correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't remember. <laughs> like, I, I really, I really like what you did. Um, is out West, the one with the ACAB, like the part yeah, where yeah, I, 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 I cut the tempo down and then it's and I added crunch to everything. And yeah, Emerson's verse on inspirations is like, I was like, this is crazy. Like I, I when I yeah. first heard it, I was like, "Cause I, I made you re-record your verse," because I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. "It was like, got to split this harder, man." <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's literally what because I got Everson's verse and I was like, "Oh like, shit!" Bro. I was like, "Yo, like, you <laughs> need to true. match his energy a little bit because the first yeah. verse that you had sent me was a lot more relaxed." And yeah, yeah, I so was like, "Yo, you need to like bring it up a little bit because like." He's going. <laughs> he's he's going. I mean, like his, his like his like outro where he kind of like redoes his, the chorus in his own way. It's just like fucking nasty. Love it. He's uh he's yeah. Shout out Emerson. Uh uh and and obviously you know what a guy what a what a rapper. And I really like honestly summertime feel too. Like I like the fact that you tried something different, and uh, and and that you had. Uh, uh uh you took a beat that was because we went through multiple versions where like maybe that was going to be like a one train beat where we get a bunch of other artists to come together and make it a cypher type thing yeah and do it a cypher type thing and have it be just like a funny goofy one but the fact that you were like no i'm gonna make a song about like kind of if I can be so blunt being in love and in a relationship and something that you hadn't really done in a while and 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 talk about that honestly like the verse in there is really good uh and and talking about you know uh now you you're much more of a homebody and how how things have changed but for the better that's the like only I, freestyle on the album by the way that's the only freestyle part 
Yeah, at the three stop first on that one. Well, it 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 works. It just it wound up well, working really well. Tell it to freestyle too. I can like because I you always like you always catch it, you know. <laughs> I only thought the maybe the last part was freestyled. I thought the first like the first part of that verse is very tight and very good. Uh, not that the other part is bad, but it's looser. Like at the end when you're yeah, yeah. trying to figure out how to end it, there's that little pause. But I think it gives it character as opposed it to being going. Something... I actually cut it off. Like there was a lot more that I just cut it off of it because uh, I wanted to manage to start singing again. It's uh, it's good. It's it's. I love the fact that you are unabashedly yourself, and that you trusted me to be a part of both of the EPs. And and you know we may have another something to 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 work on soon. Um, oh, we definitely have more shit. To work but on it too, it was it was that. truly even even though at times it was a little tough because you know you moved a couple times and the pandemic and all of that stuff. I'm very proud of getting life. it done and putting it out and um and and how it turned out and you know the the how we were able to collaborate and make it happen being hours apart and on the other side of the country. Like I am very proud of it. So and I hope you are too. Do you have any other? Uh, thoughts about the album anything you want to share with the people or otis do you have any questions uh no i don't have any questions i just want to say thank you for letting me get on the uh the first album lost oh, and just dude, yeah. talk some shit that's one of that the was, funniest I things daddy's home another one of those tracks going as well by the way you gotta get like this oh. yeah Gotta do another posse awesome cut. Shit. Just that part where you say, "I'm what is it? I'm eating chicken cutlet." Yeah, a chicken cutlet, and and <laughs> I'm eating. You're. Uh, I'm all about that cheddar, no provolone. I want a girl who's uh, uh, uh something about, about Anne Rice. Reading Anne or, Rice no. books. I want a freak <laughs> yeah. suck in my neck. The references yeah. are crazy. <laughs> Daddy's home, like. That shit's so <laughs> It's just me on my big body best shit. Yeah, yeah it was incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, what about you, Trice? You got any thoughts? Anything you want to talk about with the the process of making the album or the thoughts now that it's out? Like, what what are you feeling? What do you want the people to yeah, know? Man, I, I'm feeling good now, honestly. Like, uh, just making that project and honestly, listen listen to classified. Just kind of like put me in the mode. Just like keep going, man. Just keep making more music. Like it's just like i can feel my development with every project and you guys just keep riding that momentum yeah well maybe maybe uh, we could do something like a uh see i i eventually in the near future i will dust off my palm reader uh uh, uh alter ego uh, i've been slowly writing some raps and working on some stuff and finishing up songs from high strangeness and and you know, I I want to get into it, but I I need to feel that the like energy is right. And right now, I've really been more in the mode of doing my anxiety weekend stuff. But even if we did Which a collapsed. if we did a, a thank you very much, if we did a, a a a collaboration with me singing the hook or or and and or we got you know maybe Otis, you can produce something. And mm-hmm. and I'll sure. sing on it, and 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 Trice can rap, or we can figure something out. The the possibilities are yeah. endless, uh, but we definitely should get something yeah. together. We should do, I mean, one night in I the cemetery. I could send a swallow and a letter out to Doctor Meats, see if he gets back. Yeah, Who knows? see if he can get back. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Send out a letter. Um, the uh, 
but like cuz i feel like we had one night in the cemetery last year and uh and that was good uh and i still really love that song but i feel like another cemetery sound collab should happen and maybe yeah. this could be the beginning of it uh you know but anyway what else what else any anything else you want to say about the album or tell people about or the ep sorry tell people about it uh any any thoughts you have you know now's your time you have the you have the stage my friend hey man it's like i don't got much to say like if you haven't listened to be a trice by sideshow trice check it out definitely more shit coming out i can hear my canadian accent in my voice and in my microphone right now which is jokes given our context of conversation <laughs> but what i must say as i was listening to some otis morris uh Don Cherry, Hockey Night in Hell, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. That shit fucking goes hard. Hell yeah. That song, dude. That song. <laughs> that song? You just need, you just need to play that mind. song and go in the cyberpunk and just, like, put cyberpunk on mute and listen to that song and just fuck a whole, ta- like, in like just fuck I a whole gang up. I'm, like, I'm down to fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, it. Honestly, we we have talked briefly about cavernous, and I've I've shared my, I've sh- showered my praises. But I think one thing that I I feel lately because there's been so many releases of music and people working together and and uh, and things kind of getting back to normal again, I I do feel very lucky and very proud to have so many people that are involved in in my life that are making music and doing different things and like doing different things that are like they're not. No, nobody, none of all these people that we know, Emerson Corleone, Steve, Dave, Otis, you, uh, you know, Coyote Gorgeous, Cody, like all of these people are just like genuinely doing it because they like love the art and they're making like dope individual, like their own unique shit. And it's just yeah. super I love how, like everyone sounds like so much themselves. That would, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just super cool to be a part of and to see. And I think that a lot of times when people are like involved in a kind of scene or a group of people or, you know, even people like Wednesday who shout out Wednesday, shout out um, where's Luna and Mindy, they put out a, a really fun pop, like summary tune on Friday um called uh oh my god why am i blanking on the name let me just look it up um but they put out this song and it's so good it's just so enjoyable uh and uh um they're doing something that's unique and something that's their own uh uh keeping you is the name of the song and and they're doing their own their own thing they're just making their own way and it's just so sick like I just love to see all these people who are just unique individuals making using their own creativity. I think sometimes you stop to forget and look around and get inspired by the people that are around you. Uh, and maybe talking about classified has made me think about this a little bit, but like, God damn, like we're all sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're we're all we're all Yo, dope as hell. Shout out us, because yeah, we're out. fucking tight, bro. Yeah. Yeah, not to be conceited a little bit, but anyway, if uh, you're li- not nah, to be conceited a little bit, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, talk your it's, shit, uh, talk your shit, yeah, yeah, tickle Canadian the nipples a little, balls. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, uh, what, what would we say? A beaver grabbing his nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think that was the exact. But yeah, quote. no, it's it's been really uh, inspiring and exciting, and I I, I am very uh, grateful to be uh, to have worked on these with you and and to work with Otis on Cavernous and uh, and to have had such a a wonderful end of the year and next year it's only up from here so if you're listening and you haven't listened to cavernous by otis morris available on all streaming platforms yeah uh it's a a wonderful ride with a variety of genres and sounds especially if you're into soundtracks uh or instrumental music that's your bag if you want to check out uh sideshow trices be a trice ep on all streaming services and you're into alternative hip hop or more con not, would you say conscious? I don't know if I would say conscious. What would you describe yourself oh, yeah. as? That's a good question. That I'm trying to figure out all of hip hop is all I can think of right now, but I think I got to figure out the genre name. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It's he's, he's doing his own thing. Check out lost, check out sideshow Trice or check out lost by sideshow trice. Check out Beatrice by sideshow trice. Um, very, you know, unique flow, fun raps, uh, some real honest personal shit, but also some songs that are just like dope to listen to. I know because I produced a lot of them. Um, <laughs> sorry, back I'm back on my well. talk my shit stuff. But anyway, um, and check out my new song, uh, Never Loved, uh, on SoundCloud, and it will be on streaming services next week. Or check out my album on Infinite Repeat, which came out earlier this year, earlier this fall, on all streaming platforms and SoundCloud. Um, I think that's about it. Do we have anything else to talk about? Do we have any questions for Trice about his album? Or Trice, do you have any other, or I keep calling it an album, his EP. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on it that you want to share? I think we're good to go, brother. All right. Well, I, <laughs> oh, go here. We go. Here we go. Oh, I was. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, if we're done, like I don't know, just stream cavernous. This I'm just gonna talk my own shit. Stream cavernous. All on all of the yeah. all the short stories are now on Instagram. So if you want to read the uh, short story, you know, parts of what the songs are kind of about, and each song in the com- in the description it has like a little sort of like blurb about you know how I kind of conceive the song or what the general vibe was like for example uh how to politely end your life i actually conceived that by something i read in a book about how in japan uh suicide manuals are actually in the top five most sold books in japan and i just thought you know they're very polite even when committing suicide so i decided to create the score for what i thought that would sound like so yeah, that and more on my Instagram, Otis Moore's dude. <laughs> that and more. Um, uh, yeah, no, go and go and stream Cavernous. Um, it's on the Sound, Cemetery Sound SoundCloud as well. Uh, Beatrice is on there, but they're available on both available on all yeah. streaming platforms. Um, both projects drop the same day, which we did not plan at all. They're oh yeah, I on forgot November eleventh. Yeah, that's so, that's hell yeah! Shout out to both of us. Yeah, and Lost too. Lost is now on all streaming services, right? Trice. Yes. 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 Sick. Uh, and I just wanted to take a moment to shout out. Also, uh, you know, I, I've already plugged my music, but uh, shout out the listeners. Um, this is it's really weird to say this, but like where we were at the start of this year to where we are are now, uh, 
uh, is quite amazing. Um, it's not like it's a monumental number. It's not, you know, we're not, we're not one of those podcasts yet, but to look back at where we were at the start of 2022 and then to now almost at the end of the year and how much we've grown and how steadily our listens and plays have grown from across the world. People are listening to our podcast and uh, it's, that's just kind of amazing. So I just wanted to thank everybody who's listening, who's subscribed. If you haven't yet, please give us a subscribe, hit the subscribe bell or uh, give us a rating review. Yeah. Give us a review. Give us a like, give us a rating that all helps us get out to more listeners. And uh, I just, you know, I said at the end of the year last year, how proud I was of how much we've grown. And I kind of hope that by the time we look back at the end of this year, I could say the same thing, but we've grown even more than I expected. Like I didn't expect to have people in Chile and, and uh, uh, Australia and uh, Germany and all these places in the world listening to our Mm -hmm. podcast. Like it's kind of nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because like we can see the numbers and like if we go like the it is there's a steady rise like it's growing. So I don't know who's making the bird calls out there, but shout out to all you. Uh, keep you keep keep doing it, man. Just yeah. act like Birdman and walk around go every everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just Listen let your to- inner Regan Thompson out and just be an absolute freak. <laughs> you know. Shoot somebody on stage. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm sh- no, don't do that. Because he do shoots that. himself. I'm yeah. sorry. I just ruined the ending to Birdman. I'm sorry. It's a 10-year-old movie. God forbid. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was uh uh it's it's honestly it's amazing. So thank you for listening for everybody who's listening. Thank you very much, Sideshow Trice, for picking the topic today and coming on the show. Uh it. it was a wonderful uh time going back and re re-experiencing classifieds discography and re kind of connecting with a younger version of myself i guess like no this absolutely. is the second time this has happened where a guest has picked something that we haven't like listened to or seen in a while like when emerson picked true romance that like also unlocked like a core memory from like year one university of like film school so like i love this i love having guests on and letting them pick stuff because like it just it just unlocks a different part, and I love it. I love this doing this format with guests. So hell yeah! Mm. Shout out, shout out, sideshow for coming on. Yeah, shout out. Well, yeah. Keep it going. Get more guests. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's if you want to be on Bird Protocol, or if you have any ideas subs- or uh, suggestions for things we can listen to, birdprotocol at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at p a l m r e a d r. Otis, where can they find you? Uh, I'm just on Instagram right now, Otis Moore's dude. Yeah, go on there, check out the short stories and the snippets of the songs. And what about you, Trice? Where can they find you? Sideshow Trice, right on Instagram. Go follow give me. the give the no, man a follow. follow yeah, he said. Yeah. Sorry, we keep interrupting each other. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no! Smash the follow button. I'll smash it right back. Let's go. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Go listen to Classified. Go listen to Sideshow Trice. Uh, Go listen to Cavernous. uh, And thanks for listening to Bird Protocol. Always remember to initiate the protocol. We will be back in December with, I assume, a Christmas movie uh, pick. Also with the Bird Report. 
for 2022, oh, yeah. where we'll be talking about our favorite albums, al- uh, movies, TV shows, video games released in the year. Uh, and uh, also, we'll probably pick a couple fun uh, movies to end out the year, something that's a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, easy to talk about. Yeah. And uh, and then we'll be into 2023, a brave new world, a brave new future. But uh, but for now, yeah, go check out Sideshow Trice, Classified, and uh, always initiate the protocol. Peace out. Peace. Peace.